0: Hello and welcome to The S Word Live! My name is Renee Rebar, sales strategist, TEDx speaker and author, and my goal today is to help you make selling for yourself simple and fun! I am so excited to be able to come here every single week and share with you live in the moment current insights about what's working and not working when we're selling for ourselves. So if you don't know me yet, if we haven't worked together, maybe you haven't gotten a chance to know any of my services, I just want you to know that I absolutely love answering your questions. So keep them coming about selling your coaching services, selling strategy sessions, selling virtual assistant services or agency services. Those business owners, those women specifically out there that are experts in their field, that are looking to consult and sell for themselves. That is the person who should be listening to this. So, today I wanna talk about not doing it alone. So, as you can see, maybe you can't, I am using a filter, because I can't always do my makeup alone. (laughs) So, it's okay to ask for help. A lot of the women that I work with are what I call GDIs, right, like we're, you know, goddamn independents, right? Like even, (laughs) even in college, let me know if you can relate. Have you ever been called a GDI, or geez, you're so independent, or maybe you just relate to that, I'm an independent. So, (laughs) that being said, um, it's hard to ask for help. I know it was hard for me initially, and oftentimes I've been told by my clients that they felt like asking for help would be a deficit to their character, like they would be somehow less than uh, strong or less than accomplished if they were to ask for help. So we all need a little help every now and then, even a nice little filter, yeah, see, you know, it's okay to have a filter, it's okay, it's fun, why not? it's okay to ask for help. You know, I was working with a client yesterday and she was talking about the same work. She she also um, does coaching and um, she sells coaching and a course. And one of the statements that she had really stuck with me. And it was that, you know, Kobe Bryant, you know, all right, rest in peace, buddy. um, At the peak of his career, he was working with no less than nine separate coaches on his game. So, Everything from mind, body, spirit, tactical, emotional, in addition to every other coach that was already working with him on the teams that he was a member of. So it- again no one does it alone it's okay to ask for help so let me know if you've ever felt like I should know this or I should you know I shouldn't ask for help if I ask for help uh, you know maybe I'm not as good as I think I am so if you've ever been called independent let me know in the comments hello Melanie thanks for joining live whether you're live or on the replay say hello drop an emoji I always come back in and talk to the people in the comments and you never know when I'm giving away some special things so I love to be generous and give things away so make sure you comment on this when you comment you always put yourself at the top of the queue to get that next special thing so today I do want to talk about not doing things alone we oftentimes will bear the weight of the world on our shoulder There's so many times um, that I've had deep heartfelt, you know, heart to heart conversations with clients where they were playing the role of Atlas, right? You know, the Atlas, like he carries the weight of the world on his shoulders, or, you know, they have this albatross around their neck, like they're doing it even though they shouldn't be doing it, but they're doing it anyway because they don't know how to do anything else. So that is very much the bane of so many smart women business owners where they're very good at something and then they get into business, they start consulting, they start, selling their, their, their expertise, and then they start doing everything else. So I made a little list here of all the things that I've helped my clients with this week that they were before they hired me, and I'm sure with your clients before they hired you, that they were doing alone, um, writing emails. I wrote probably 17 emails this week with my private clients. <laughs> I love writing emails, I love writing, and I know their business so well that I can help them speak in their voice. So I draw out their words and I help them share them. This is a big week for emails, every every week is, but um, I wrote at least 17 of them. Offer stacks, I wrote at least two offer stacks. So what is an offer stack? It is literally the list of things you get when you're buying a service or product. Um, Whether it's a program, you get this, this, and this, or whether it's a service. Proposals. I wrote at least two proposals this week and it's only Wednesday and they weren't even for my business. They were for my clients. Proposals for five, ten figure deals so that they could grow their business. Some of them were very big and again have been in the pipeline for months, one of them for two years. So again, that's the idea what other things are we doing ourselves that if we just had a little bit of help would be that much easier, faster, quicker, better, stronger. Uh, Renewal contracts. I wrote two new (laughs) renewal contracts this week for another client. She has these two, uh, she's an agency owner. She's got two amazing clients right now that are some of her biggest clients and their contracts are coming to the end at the end of the fiscal year. And so she's writing renewal contracts. It's a big deal for her you know, creating the progress report, putting it into graph form, collecting the data, analyzing it, proposing new opportunities, and then suggesting a new contract, of course, for more money. Um, Sales pages. I wrote another sales page this week for a client, with a client. Um, Again, that's part of the one-on-one work that I do with them is pulling out what they're doing, how they're doing it, and proposing it in such a way so that the masses can understand, right, And, and see their value. Uh, naming signature processes. Oh, I love doing this part. So many people get stuck with naming things. So naming signature processes. Is anybody ever getting stuck naming things? Let me know how you feel about naming your own stuff. I've got something for you if you do. Oh my gosh, I just finished a five week live program that I ran called Leverage Like a Mother. And it is amazing. It's something I've been teaching my clients for years and it helps them take one tiny little micro video and syndicate it across platforms so they become omnipresent to their ideal clients. Um, It's really awesome, especially when someone who's been working so hard at serving her clients, she hasn't spent a lot of time on her own marketing um, to see the results that she's getting so fast because she's finally, people are finally seeing her and this is organic. So it's really awesome. So that means it's, it doesn't cost any extra. So that, that's just a list that I made off the top of my head right before this, right before I came on today. So if you're writing emails, writing your own offer stacks, writing your own proposals, writing your own renewal contracts and sales pages and your signature processes and your own syndic- trying to syndicate all your own content and write it all, it's not fair to you. It's not fair to you. No one can do it all by themselves. You know, like I, said, I used an example of Kobe Bryant earlier. Another friend of mine, um, she was starting to work out and trying to get healthy, and so she got, she got this app. And uh, the app, I think, is run by Chris Helmsworth. And he's like, no less than 12 people every day are in charge of his physical and emotional performance right? One person has 12 handlers. So mind, body, spirit again. So if he's not doing it alone, why should you have to? Are you superhuman? No. I, although you seem it, (laughs) it's not fair to you to try to do everything on your own. So I want you to kind of like hear this and allow yourself to release the pressure that might've been building up inside of you. Um, so that all to say, um, here are some four key points that I want you to kind of walk away with. Number one, um, I want you to think about what idea have you been th- have you been toiling around with from that thirty thousand foot view. You know, I want to I want to start that program or I want to start offering this service, maybe another income stream you've been noodling around, or I want to write that book. Um, then go to the tactical stage. This is step number two on the ground. What do I have to actually do and in what timeline so that I can get that idea off the ground? Step number three, what emotional support do I need so that I can combat that self-doubt when it comes at my door? Because you know it always will. I don't care what level people are at. I have worked with people at every single level of their business from startup right up to C-suite and every single person doubts their own expertise at some point, their own abilities at some point. So number three is emotional and number four is review the data and make strategic decisions. So idea, tactical, emotional, and review data and strategy. So when you do those things, if you want to self-evaluate, there is your recipe. If this has brought up more questions than answers, that's okay, that's what I do. So please reach out, I'm available. I'm so excited to talk to you guys. Um, If you're not on my email list yet, even if you think you've already gotten all the free things you possibly can get from me, click the link that you see with this video because that will make sure that you're on my email list and that you're getting all the invitations to all the now things that are happening currently in this amazing world that we live in. Because I know one thing, if my clients work with me, they are able to sell and make money and live a life that is joyful, where joy and profit intersect in any market conditions, any market conditions. That is the kind of confidence that I want you to have too. So I'll see you soon.